But game number three, game two here on Kick 106.7, Mackey Motors tailgate recipient of the Mackey GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackey Motors at Lake City or check them out at MackeyMotors.com. We've got the Kill Tigers taking on at Dallas Center. Grimes Tigers come in at 8-2 and two on the season, 5-2 and two right now. In the record ever conference, Carroll three and two over their last five games, including a pretty nice win against North Polk on Tuesday night, winning at fifty six to thirty six. For Dallas Intergrimes, they come in seven and two overall, three and one right now in the Little Hawkeye Conference. They are also three and two in their last five games, having won two straight with a win over Ankeny the other night, eighty four to sixty eight. And folks, joining me here, a very familiar force voice on uh, Carroll Tiger basketball. Terry Kasselbauer in the house and joining me here today. Terry, how are you? I'm fine, Jeff. Thanks for uh, inviting me up here. Yeah. Pretty good view you got right Yeah, here. it is. I appreciate you joining me here. How's life and how's everything in South Dakota? Did you guys get dumped on like we did? Not quite as bad. I thought I'd get farther south here and I'd get some warmer weather and less snow. It's the opposite. So. <laughs> I should have checked ahead of time, but yeah, we've got <laughs> we've got plenty, believe me. It's uh, And we've had the cold and... 40 below wind chill factor and all that fun stuff to get this uh, time of year sometimes. But, uh, no, I just thought it's this good weekend to come and watch, get to watch my nephew play at noon and get to watch the Tigers. I haven't seen neither team in person until today. I've been watching a lot of games online, so it's kind of nice to, to see everybody and I can't catch up with Coach Drive and Coach Beeson and Coach Tigas and, and uh, nice, nice talking to them again. Now we're coming to you live here from the Gatorade Broadcast booth, distributed by Pepsi Beverages, Gatorade Helping Athletes, Fuel Recover and Perform. Mention game number three. Kemper won the opener earlier today, beating Grandview Christian 65-55. Pella just knocked off a Roland Story, uh, who is a Class 218, and uh, they were ranked sixth coming in, 71-62 the final. As we bounce back to the Kemper game real quick, Coach, what did you take away from that game? That was a nice win for Kemper. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh... Big third quarter for them, I thought was the difference. They came out. I think they outscored uh, Grandview Christian 20 to 8 and got a little more physical with uh, Grandview size and realized Grandview had uh, only three kids that scored points so they could sag off their other two guards and kind of help out with the Grandview size inside. And then uh, the Putney kid really shot the ball well. And then, you know, they, have, they just have shooters all over the court. You know, size is always going to be a factor for them without DJ now, but. Uh, but they're, they're athletic and, uh, and can compensate for the lack of size with their quickness and athleticism and ability to shoot the ball. So uh, I think they'll be fine uh, coming down the stretch here and getting turned into play. Yeah, they're only lost that season opener uh, yeah. to Carroll High, and the Tigers have been playing really well. Folks, I don't know if everybody realizes this is just going to be the third game this year. The Carroll's going to have their entire lineup healthy yeah. and all in uniform. They had them all for the Kemper game to start the year. They had them all for the North Polk game on Tuesday night, so this is just going to be the third game. So there are two losses, a loss to a very good Bondurant for our team earlier uh, before the break, and then the Ballard Tigers dropped two straight, struggled on the road for back-to-back games, uh, especially on the defensive end, losing to Ballard 64-48. But it seemed like they have it right in the ship. Now they're playing a former conference of foe, DCG, Used to be in the Raccoon River Conference, if you're not familiar with that. But Carroll, 11 and 4 since 2006 against Dallas and Grimes. Dallas and Grimes has won the last two and three of the last four. They met here two years ago. Uh, it was DCG winning that one. Um, it was 53 to 50 uh, in overtime, and then they won down at the state tournament that same year, 65-45. Carroll's last win was 58-49. That came 
in 2013. Have been in the same conference now, Terry, for a while uh, and stuff. So that's why it's been a while since Carroll had their last win against them. They just haven't played very often. But kind of nice to see this used to be a huge game. There was a while for a while there. It was you guys, DZG, and Ballard. It was one of you three that was going to win the Raccoon every year. Yeah, and then uh, then towards the end of my coaching career, ADM snuck in there and was battled with us, too, and DCG was always a big game, and uh, uh, Coach Rankin's always had good teams uh, there, and before him, uh, Coach, uh, Coach before him had good teams, and we go back uh, playing against, I remember when the high school was in Dallas Center, and yeah. you have to go down 25 steps to get into the, <laughs> to the locker room, and, and Coach Starb and I would look at each other like, Coach, we just send the kids down, we'll just wait for them to come back up here, so we don't have to make those steps down, but then they built that brand new high school out, and outside of Grimes, and wow, what a difference that was. And, uh, yeah, some big battles over the years, and I was here two years ago running the storebook, uh, yep. the overtime game, and it was a great game. Um, hopefully we can battle them stuff today, because you know, they're 4A school now, and yep. so they're playing, you know, like I said, to beat Ankeny the other night, and so that's, that has been a big win for, for their program. Yeah, they, they've beaten Indianola this year. Their loss is Norwalk and Johnston. Norwalk are really good. I think a 4A team now yeah, as well, yep, yep. and Johnston, of course, down there in the CIML. We'll talk more about the matchup. We'll get Terry's thoughts on what he's seen from Carroll uh, and stuff when we come back with more of our Mackie Motors tailgate coming up for you right here on Kick 106.7. Take a moment here to thank Casey Miners. He's been hanging out back in the uh, Carroll Broadcasting Sports Network studios all day, monitoring that game earlier today and monitoring this game here today as well. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express phase, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City and MackieMotors.com. Hi, this is Dr. Murray with the St. Anthony Clinic in Carroll. As we are in the prime of cold and flu season, we want to make sure that you have access to quality care. Our board-certified family medicine physicians across our clinic locations proudly care for your entire family, including the youngest members. We are here for checkups, illness, and everything in between. We look forward to providing the best quality care for your children. To book an appointment for your child with the St. Anthony Clinic, call 712-792-2222 or contact us through the health portal. Always look to the cross. Always see. People want and deserve more comfort, efficiency, and reliability, both in their homes and places of work. Dries Company will be there to meet these challenges, whether we are designing a new system or servicing your existing equipment. We are a rapidly growing company that strives to meet and exceed all your expectations. No matter if you are looking to buy new appliances or need the help from one of our certified technicians, we are here for you. We pride ourselves in our installation and service. Dries Company, servicing the Carroll area since 1933. Hi, this is Michelle from Midwest Wholesale. Designing your dream kitchen takes experience and trust, and we have it all. We've been in the business of designing kitchens for years. It's not new to us, and that experience and knowledge is priceless when you're putting your heart into your home. Customize your kitchen design with stunning cabinetry from Kitchens Plus by Birch. Come see our showroom and let us show you the difference. Top-notch service and quality cabinetry from Kitchens Plus by Birch and Midwest Wholesale. How you want it, when you want it, where you want it, we deliver.
Thank you, Motors Tailgate, brought to you again by Mackie Motors of Lake City, recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City or check them out online as well at themackiemotors.com. Jeff Blankman, Terry Kaspavar with you here. Gilbert Showcase today, game number three, our second broadcast of the day. Carol Tigers under head coach Randy Beeson sitting 8-2 on the year. They'll take on Dallas and Grimes again under head coach Joel Rankin. They come in 7-2 and two on the year. Terry, as you said, your first chance to see Carol live uh, in person, but uh, you've watched them um, on video several times this year. What's your takeaway of this ball club? Well, Evan Hammer's pretty good. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, he's, he's 23 really and 12. Very yeah, good, yeah. yes. <laughs> uh, and like you said, the only third game with having everybody together, but I was impressed with like right off, off the gate when uh, the Moore kid came in as a sophomore, his first varsity game in starting and how well he played against Kemper, and then he unfortunately comes down with Mono and then uh, comes back, and then when he comes back, the Langling kid gets sick, and so he doesn't get to play. So this uh, this will be interesting to see how uh, now that they have everybody healthy. Um, you know, um, the big thing is uh, taking care of the basketball. You can't have careless turnovers, and and you got to control the boards. These TCGs going to be physical. Uh, from what I hear, they have a couple kids that can really shoot the ball well, and they have a good point guard that's got about a five and a half to the one assist to turnover ratio. So, uh, gonna have to control them and then, uh, and then keep them off the boards from getting second and third shot opportunities. Uh, you, know, you never know. Hopefully, uh, the, the younger kids that, uh, have not played in this type of atmosphere before, it's not too big of a deal for them. And then, the bench play is going to be important because you've got to get some guys up the bench in that also. You're going to have to continue. But Evan's going to have to have, a, have his typical game. Yep. It's going to be hard to win if he doesn't have as close to a typical game as Evan Hammer has. You mentioned, uh, and I did as well early, that you know just a third game that they've got the entire roster uh, together than what they thought they had coming in this season. You're getting, we're getting late. We're three weeks away from, you know, regional starting or, yeah. you know, and, and stuff like that. You know, Coach Beeson's talked to me about it a few times on Saturday morning of his, they still don't know really what they've got and what this team is. The two games they've had everybody, they felt like they looked really good. It's almost getting scary how late in the year it is to still be trying to, to figure out, right, for coaches right. what your team is. Yeah, and then you add the weather on top of it. This yep. is only their, what, third game since fourth game since Christmas yep. uh, break because uh, of all the cause the, the weather canceled, uh, cancellations or postponements. And so you haven't had a, any type of, you know, Tuesday, Friday or whatever, Tuesday, Saturday or whatever schedule you have where you kind of get into that rhythm of, okay, here's where we're playing and these are our practices. And, and so hopefully Mother Nature now cooperates, but you're going to be throwing in Monday and Thursday night games to, to get your games in and, uh, you know, after tonight, then you've got to really concentrate on the conference uh, part of the schedule. And the two teams that beat you uh, on the road, you get to have them back at home, and you still got to play ADM twice because of the, the weather taking away one of those games. So, uh, yeah, this is this is the, uh, you know, nice break from the conference, but it's a challenge. And you find out a little bit more about the team when you're playing teams like this. Now, as bad as it's been because of the weather with the postponements, could it be beneficial to have some of those games pushed back as long as everybody stays healthy? Now right. you're going to have more games with the lineup together before postseason? Yeah, and I'm not sure how when Caden Langland started feeling good enough to play, but, yeah, obviously uh, it probably did help. Um, 
talking to Coach Tegas a little bit, sounds like that he and Jared are both pretty, pretty healthy now and feel like they're, they're, they're where they were before they got sick. Take a look at our starting lineups here today. Again, first of all, for Dallas and Grimes, they'll be the visitors on this scoreboard today. They come in under head coach Joel Rankin. Again, they're seven and two overall, three and one in the Little Hawkeye. Uh, they come in averaging 67 points per game, shooting 54% from the field, 36% from the three-point line, but 70% from the free throw line. They'll start a five-gen junior in Tate Heron. A 6'3 senior in Jackson Green, a 6'2 senior in Jonathan Howard, a 6'3 senior in Jaden Jones, and a 6'5 senior in Nick Calix at Cahill. For the Cahill Tigers under head coach Randy Beeson, they are 8-2 on the season, 5-2 right now in the Raccoon River Conference. Tigers average 64 points per game, shoot 46% from the field, 29% from the three-point line, and 58% from the free throw line. Tigers going to be starting here tonight. A 5'8 junior in Stone Siebenhuller, a 6'4 senior in Caden Langling, a 6'4 sophomore in Jared Moore, a 6'5 senior in Evan Hammer, and a 6'2 senior in Peyton Wardell. Wardell coming off an outstanding defensive game against North Polk the other night. They've got some guys that can lock down guys defensively. How key are those guys going to be today? And he's one of those guys that even last year as a junior coming off the bench a lot of times he's coming in to kind of be that defensive stopper and he's really had a solid year and talking to the coaches they do really happy with how he's played and he's kind of that glue guy that that, that they need on the floor quick start do they need one today or similar to Kemper Kemper got out five nothing and kind of settled in and came back yeah well you can't get down too much yeah you you know it's a 32 minute game so you got to keep that in perspective and uh yeah you got to come out and uh, establish uh defensive presence right away and uh, you know good ball movement getting shots and when you have an open look you got, you got to raise everybody's got to be raised for a pass to come to them and be ready to catch and shoot without uh, having the defense covering time. Okay Hill will jump it up against Evan Hammer for the Carroll Tigers. Both cats come in at six and five. A little different build but six and five and it is going to be the Carroll Tigers controlling the opening tip. The tip of the ball that time was Wardell into the hands of Langley. DCG going to go man-to-man to open things up. Tigers will run a motion offense. They'll find Hammer right side, top of the key, down to Moore, down to the right corner to Siebenhuller. Three on the way up and good. And we talked about the quick start we saw there. Yep, nice ball movement, and Stone wasn't afraid he got the ball, and he was ready to shoot when he got it. And, uh, good first possession offensively. Three nothing for the Tigers. DCG in their road red uniforms going left to right across your area now. Carroll in a man-to-man to open things up. Three-point shot on the way from Howard up, but no good. Battle for the rebound, and we're going to get a quick call on the yeah. jump ball. Yeah, that was quick. Possession of Wolf Averdale of Center Grimes. Well, I'm, I'm assuming uh, Green Kid must be their leading scorer because the Wardell starts uh, on him and starting tight. Yeah, him and Howard both at 16 points per game. They get the shot up, and inside, Jaden Jones with his first points of the day. Alex has the Carroll lead here to 3-2. to two. Hammer up top over to Wardell on the left wing. Up top now to Lingling. Back over to Wardell. Wardell looking to drive in. Cut off by Cahill. Comes back out to Siebenhuller. Siebenhuller brings it up top. Now to Hammer on the left wing. Hammer gets down the right side. Spins in the lane. Little fadeaway jumper. Soft off the rim. Up and good. And then the Carroll Tigers lead it now by a score of five. It's a huge. Good hustle. Wardell to steal. He tries to run the sideline pass break after made baskets. Jaden's all over that. Tigers with it now after the steal by Wardell. Hammer again on the left wing. Goes between the legs. Spins in the lane. Dump pass over to Langling. Right corner three up along. 
And the rebound is tipped into control by Green. For DCG, Green will push it ahead. Attack lane, leaves it off behind him. Jones for the three. It's up. It's going to be short. It'll bounce out of bounds. And it's going to be Carroll basketball. And right now, Carroll seems to be the more comfortable team out on the floor. Yeah, it is. And um, the Jones boys is not, not having very many points as their point guard that, that's got the good assist to turnover ratio. And there, he didn't look very comfortable shooting that three. Steven walk it up. DCG. That's his zone this yep, time. Yep, gone into his zone. See with it on the right wing. They're trying to trap out of it. They'll get it down to the corner. The more pass is tipped. It'll end up in the hands of Perrin. Ahead now to Green. Green out on the left side. Gets to the rim. Layup up no good. And we're going to get a whistle and a foul. Go on the Carroll Tigers. And, Coach, what did that change to the zone do for Carroll there? Well, or by DCG for to Carroll? Yeah, it took them out of their offensive rhythm there. I'm sure Coach Beeson, because it's a dead ball situation, had a set play called against a man-to-man, and they switched the zone and had, had a good look. Jared, uh, got to be careful with that pass. And then DCG, obviously, wants to run the floor. They, they, every time made or missed basket, they're, they're going out and running. Wardell picks up his first out. Jackson Green at the line, 57% on the season, misses the first of two. That was the first foul on the Tigers here in this quarter. Second one bounces around for Green and falls in. Tigers' lead is... Down to two here at 5-3. Don't forget, we've got Jeff Story Hunt in the house today as well, taking photos. These photos are going to go to the Jeannie Kirkhoff Facebook page. Just, again, free to download photos. Nice move that 10 dollars finding more inside. And we're going to get a timeout called by DCG. Tell you what, Terry, great dribble driving, great look by Sebenauer. Yep, that was against that 2-3 zone, and that's what got Coach Rankin's ire. He, he uh called the timeout immediately in his face and turned red as the, the jacket that the, the coaching staff is wearing. How was he able to find that crease? And but, then, did, I, did, I didn't catch more. He looked to me like he didn't come from the corner. So he was no, kind he, of spotted up right down there on the block. He was on that short corner block area, and, and Stone just split the two guys on the top of the zone and uh, forced the middle guy to come up to stop him, and he uh, was very aware of where Jared was and uh, a nice play by, by Stone. Mackey Motors, excuse me, motor end player of the game coming up in the post game. Motor end of carrier, premier to a Chevy and Buick dealership or everything from sales to service to parts in collision. Walking the ball up is Jones, the 6'3 senior. Steven Aller will pick him up. They work it over to Cahill. Over to the left wing now to Parrott. Up top again it comes to Howard. Lob pass out of Cahill just outside of the right block. Working against Langling, backs into the block. Now travel. spins the lane. Yep. He's going to travel. Good defense by Caden Levin. Yeah. That's nice that uh, he could switch off there. Uh, he and Evan switched, and Langling with a uh, good length uh, did a nice job. Steven Aller again will bring it up. Some light pressure as DCG is going to fall back into a 2-3 zone. Hammer just brings it down, pulls up on the elbow off the left side, misses the jumper. Rebound to Cahill. They'll work it ahead to Green. Green with it now back up top over to the left side. Open for the shot. Howard didn't take it. Goes down to Cahill on the baseline. I'll cut some guys through now. Miscommunication on the basketball. Tip back to Cahill. Shot up off the right side from Perrin. Up no good. And the rebound taken down by Wardell. Wardell lost it. And it's going to be stolen away. Picking it up is Green. His layup on the other end up and good. It looked like he was looking for something there. Just yeah. couldn't get a hold of the ball. Grab the ball and says, I can take one more dribble. Not in trouble there. Langling with it. Gets it over to Siebenauer out high on the right side, about 25, 26 feet away. Now to Wardell left side, top of the key to Hammer. Dribbles down near the right double. Kick pass down to Siebenauer in the corner. Hammer will post up. They're playing in front of him right now with Jones. 
He'll pop out in the right corner, skip pass over to the left corner. Jared Moore, three up, in and out, no good. And Cahill will come up with a rebound. CCG got back to man-to-man that time. Jones again brings it up, penetrates in, down to Cahill. Nice catch in the corner after bobbling. Lob pass up top. Howard had to make a tough one-hand running catch. Not appearance. Back over to Green. Green has it knocked away, picks it up, gets it to Cahill. Under 15 on the shot clock. We're going to get Hammer, and we're going to get a reach in on Evan Hammer. That time, had the ball in the left hand, dribbling, and Evan just tried to reach in and pop that one away. Yeah. And right. Now, I don't know if the National Association is looking at doing anything different with the shot clock, but right now, anytime you have an offensive rebound or a foul on defense, the shot clock goes all the way back to 30, 35. 35 seconds. So. You can uh, you have a long possession with uh, Stockhock keeps going back to 35. Cahill and Perrin work together, but uh, there is Hammer with the blocked shot. Wardell with the rebound, but then the pass back to Hammer going to be lost. The turnover will give it over to DCG. And right now, Carroll really looks like they want to get it up and down the floor. They do, and you know, not not being at any of the games, that sometimes your best bet is not to get it to your post player in the fast <laughs> break. So it was Wardell after the last possession losing the ball. He didn't didn't want to keep it long long as he had to, so passed it up to Evan and wasn't able to control it. Ryan North checks into the basketball game for the Tigers, also checking in here to the ball game. Worked it over now. The right side top of the key to Jones. Jones with it. Matt Collison also checked in as Cahill lays it up and in. First bucket for him here today, and we are tied for the first time here at 7-7. Norris got caught on the switch there and had to, had to guard Cahill and wasn't able to corral him. Wardell with it. Pass is going to be thrown away. Coming out of there with the loser basketball was Brogan Fuller at the layup on the other end is up and good for Cahill. He's got back-to-back baskets. DCG with their first lead and that's going to force a timeout for head coach Randy Beeson. We'll take it with them. 9-7 DCG with their first lead three of three to four. Left in the first quarter, back in 30 seconds here on Kick 106.7. Thank you for calling Brinks Exteriors. This is Allie. Hi, we recently had a tree fall in our house, and I'd like to get an estimate or a roof damage. Sure, we offer free on-site consultations for all our services. Great. While I have you, could you refer me to someone who can replace a drafty window? Brinks does windows, too, with high-quality Energy Star products. What if we'd like to replace our siding? Brinks has you covered. Gutters? Doors? Our name says it all. Brinks Exteriors is your headquarters for all things exterior, from start to finish. Call 712-ROOF-PRO or visit BrinksExteriors.com. Tigers got out early in this one, uh, led by as much as 7-3, but a 6-0 run right now. For DCG has put him up nine seven. What do you think Coach was telling him there in the break? I'm sure he's telling him to take care of the basketball, and then we do lose control. We got to hustle back because DCG is, like I said earlier, they're, they're wanting to run the ball every chance they get. Matt Collison gets it off now to Moore over to Wardell on the left wing. He'll bring it up top now. Looks to penetrate. Gets near the right double. Kick pass up to Collison over to Hammer left side top to Key. Hammer leaves it off Wardell at the free throw line. Spins in lane. Gets now near the left block. We're going to drag that pivot foot, and the travel will give it back over to the Mustang. Yeah, nice move. He kept that pivot foot that stayed on the floor. He'd uh, probably been able to finish the way it was. And DCG's got a couple guys coming in off the bench, so we'll see what uh, that does with their offense. Jonathan Howard back into the game. Dane Mock, a 6'4 senior, in for the first time. He'll hand it on top with a green. He'll get it off to Mock. Mock with it, picked up by Hammer. 
They find a cutter inside in Fuller. He'll leave the ball off for Green. Dump pass down. Working into the corner now to Perrin. Pretty good ball movement by DCG. Left side it comes to Fuller. Back off now. Up top to Perrin. Three on the way. Up off the back of the rim. No good. And Jared Moore will come down with a rebound. And we're going to get a whistle on a foul in the back. We're going to go against the Mustangs. That'll be their first. And that's going to go on lock. It's Every time I've talked to Randy about DCG, and it hasn't been much because he's always focused on the next game, but he always brought up their ball movement. You saw it on this last yeah, trip down. Tigers did a nice job with the defensive uh, possession there, and then the uh, rebound by Jared is unfortunately a foul was called. We'd had a three-on-one at the other end because he made an outlet pass. Palace in the hammer just above the free-throw line. Dribbles down to the right side, spins the lane. That little fadeaway, he is so good, good at that. that one. Yes, yes, he is. He has got four, and we are tied at 9-9, our second tie here in the game. Perrin brings it up, works it over on the left side to Fuller. Fuller with it. Perrin cut back door. They had him for a moment. It was taken away. Green with it up top now. Over to Perrin. Tigers really aggressive on their man-to-man. Perrin drives in. A collision and taking the charge is Satan Wardell, and Perrin going to pick up his first and the second against the Mustangs. It's Gay Hill set, set to check back in, also checking in for the Tigers. Will be Will Schultes. That's Jones back in, too. Yeah, that was a nice job by Wardell. He, uh, he anticipated the drive there and had established uh, his position, and uh, it was an easy call for the official to make. Fuller going to put some light pressure on Collison, who will bring it up. DCG, Terry, they going 1 3 1 here? Looks like they yep. are, and good job moving the ball. Over to Moore, right corner three, left that one short, Cahill with the rebound. They'll look to run, they get it ahead now to Howard, Howard over to the left side, leaves it off for Jones, Jones get pass over to Cahill on the right wing, picked up there by Hammer, Bach will pop out in the corner, they'll find him, now they get the cutter, Howard, but he was caught off near the right block, picked up the dribble out to Cahill left side, top of the key, puts it over on the right wing, back off now, three point shot for Howard, up no good. Rebound tipped out of out. Oh. Moore saves it, but off of the face of Wardell. It'll be picked up by Schultz for the Tigers. <laughs> Luckily, that one didn't go out yeah. of bounds, but Peyton, it seems to be okay yeah. after taking that one right off of the yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. and uh, good thing it didn't go back to Dallas and a grind player underneath the basket. Schultz fires up a three, no good. Howard comes down with a rebound. 40 seconds to go first quarter. 9-9, Mott drives down, leaves it off for Cahill, up top. Howard with the three left side top of the key, and that is their first three of the ballgame. And DCG on top now by a score of 12-9. Nice pass, nice step. Steps right into that pass and shot. And, uh, it's good, looks good right from the get-go. Secondary breaking away on that one. The trailer yep. coming down, yep. as you said, caught it right in rhythm. Shot clock is off, down to 15 here in the game. Clock to end this first quarter. Schultz back to Collison. Over to Ward now. Now to hammer at the free throw line, a little fadeaway jumper, in and out, no good. Rebound tipped around, and it's going to be out of bounds. It'll be Carroll basketball, and the Tigers will have 3.6 seconds to work with. Langeling and Siebenauer are going to check in. Moore will check out along with it. Collison and Jerry Evans seems to be so good at that fadeaway, you almost are surprised when he misses. Yeah, and it looked good when he left his hand. Yep. Had to have gotten that from Mom because didn't get it from Eric, right? They get it in the Seaman. Oller, can he get a shot off? He lost it. Hammer picks it up, fires it up, and the buzzer off the front of the rim. No good. And Dallas Grimes will take a 12-9 lead into the second quarter. We'll have that second quarter in one minute right here on 
Kick 106.7. When it comes to sports injuries and pain, call the specialists at Suppy Chiropractic Clinic with Dr. Mike Suppy and Dr. Jack Janning. Dr. Suppy and Dr. Janning work closely with area athletes and teams in providing effective treatments and rehabilitation of sports-related injuries. For optimal sports performance, call Dr. Mike Suppy and Dr. Jack Janning at Suppy Chiropractic Clinic today. 792-6026. You can stop by their clinic at 1420 Highway 71 North in Carroll. Proud sponsors of all area teams. This is Brian Moore from Avala Bank. At Avala Bank, we're here to help you every step of the way. Whether you're just starting out and need a little help to get that farm or business off the ground, or maybe you've been around for a while and need some help in achieving that next goal, we are here to help. We can't walk in your shoes. We just want to walk beside you on your path to success. Stop in and see what Better Banking is all about. We'd be happy to talk to you about putting your farmer business on the path to financial success. Avala Bank, member FDIC. Coming to you live here from the Gatorade Broadcast booth, distributed by Pepsi Beverages. Gatorade helping athletes fuel, recover, and perform. Jump like with Terry Kaspabauer with you here over at uh, Gilbert, the Gilbert Showcase. Got Carol taking on. DCG third game of four here at Gilbert today. Our second broadcast. Kemper beating Grandview Christian earlier today, 65 to 55. Thanks to Casey Miners back in our studio. And Tigers with the ball to start the second quarter. And Jerry Jared Moore went out of bounds, came yep. back in, and gets called for being the first guy then yep. to touch the ball. Yep, absolutely. It's a tough, tough. And young guys sometimes don't understand that you can't step. Can't go out of bounds, come back in, and be the first one to touch the ball. So, uh, bad turnover there. Back door caught, layup up, and no good by Green. Tigers pull down the rebound. So push it up with Wardell. Stops near the right elbow and ends up just dragging that pivot foot. Yeah. Terry, I'm not going to yell too much about it, but I, I talk every game about the jump, jump stop. stop. Yep. <laughs> You've heard me, haven't oh, you? I know. And, you know when, as coaches, you, you teach them that all the time. You work on it every day, probably, in practice. And, uh over and over, and because sometimes, you know, so when you're dealing with 16, 17, and 18 year olds, sometimes you get you get that three point shot on the way up, no good for Perry, and the rebound again to Wardell. Wardell with it now off to Jared Moore. He'll push, penetrates in, ball knocked away by Parrot. Mustangs come up with it. Cahill out on the break, attacked on Wardell, able to use the left hand to lay it up and in off that left side. And DCG with their largest lead here at 14 to nine. Yep, first two possessions of turnovers for the Tigers here in the second quarter. Even Aller to hammer left side to Moore. They'll look to trap him. They'll get it up top to Lingling. They look to trap him as well. Now ball knocked away. They'll just tip it forward, airing out in front of the pack. And the layup's up in good. And we're going to get another timeout called by the Carroll Zaggers as Randy Beeson disappointed right now. Three turnovers to start the second quarter. Tigers down 16-9. 6.44 left. What do they got to do here against this trapping defense has given them trouble. Well, take care of the basketball, obviously. But, yeah, <laughs> you got to anticipate a double team's coming. Uh, if you haven't used up your, don't use up your dribble unless you absolutely have to, and you got to get that pivot foot established. Use the whole width or diameter of your body, to, and then the other guy's got to come to the ball, and getting the ball in the middle of the floor is never a bad idea. You've got you to get the ball there. and it gives you so many more options. You come down the sideline and you get doubled. You know, you only got one way to go, and that's into the center of the court. So, um, you know, we started out so well, and then DCG picked up their defensive intensity, and that's what they do to you. And yep. uh, they come up, come with those double teams, and they're athletic, and they got a little bit of size to them. 
He hasn't handled that, that well here to start the second quarter. Third different defense that I know we've seen man-to-man, 1-3-1, one, one, and also I think we saw 2-3 two, two, three, three in there as yeah. well. And now it's just a man-to-man just coming in double when you get a chance to, and uh, something that uh, they, they work a lot on, and they, they, they use that. Uh, they don't play it the whole game, but uh, when they do use uh, play it, it's usually pretty effective. By the way, Nick Brink says to say hi to the stranger. <laughs> hi, Nick. <laughs> yeah. so good to have Terry back on with me here today. Matt Collison feeds the cutter hammer the layup up good. Great set play out of the yeah. timeout. Coach Randy usually does have a good It amazes me how many plays he comes up with out of timeouts and quarter breaks to get the basket Aaron finds himself underneath alone, and he gets the layup. That extends that lead back now to 7 at 18 6-10 left here in the first half of play. Roselle Mutual halftime report coming up. Allison over to Moore on the right side. Skip pass Wardell. Open for three. It's up good. That's a big shot yeah. to get him hitting three. Yeah, they, they were obviously uh, hanging off of him and weren't, weren't worried about his three-point shooting, and then he, he scanned that one as a nice play. Howard attacked and traveled with the basketball. I think that's a good call. Yeah. He pumped Looks like he just drugged that pivot foot. Yeah. <laughs> See Chris Nelson, the Green yeah. County head yeah. coach, in the house here yeah, today. I talked to him before. Head, yeah. I coached when he played over it. Well, it was just Jefferson Scranton at that time. But, uh, yeah, Back of a play right here. It was. It yeah. was, and he played at Central College. Allison with it, trapped over on the corner, knocked away again. Perrin will come up with it. They'll feed it ahead to Green. Hoffling back with Collison, but Green with the layup. We'll lay it up and in. The lead is six now at 20-14. to 14. Hammer up the left side, picks up the dribble near the wing. His pass is tipped. Another turnover. Green out in front of the back. Hammer hustles back out the basket to draw contact on Hammer. And that is going to be number two on Evan Hammer. The basket will count the lead as eight at 22-14. to 14. Yeah, I'm not keeping track of turnovers. We have at least five here. Okay, at least five in this quarter. This quarter. Yep. Um, it's not going to go over well. Green's free throw bounces around the rim and falls in. 57% free throw shooter, but two or three today. The lead is now nine, largest lead of the game. Wardell with it in the corner, drives in on the baseline, attacks, and a nice layup for Peyton Wardell. Yeah, that's where he's at his best, he's attacking the rim. At least you can make the basket, you get a chance to set up your defense. Aaron up top off the screen, gets a towered lob pass, knocked away by Hammer. It's a foot top. race, yeah. and Howard will pick it up. He's heard it, that was Hammer tracking it down. Now Kenny Hill drives oh, it, and, and there it. is the third one on Evan Hammer. And You can't fault this kid because he plays so hard all yeah. the time, but man, sometimes he's... Got to play with the knowledge of where how many fouls he's got, right? Yep. Yep. Now he's got to come out of the game. Cahill has got eight here in the ball game. They'll head to the free throw line for the and one, sixty-one percent on the season. The lead nine again. That matches their largest lead. Free throw on the way up in good. Now we see. Five minutes to halftime, so most likely he's on the bench the rest of the half. So uh, Tigers got to take care of business here. Ryan North in it, gets it up to Stephen Aller near the half front line over to Wardell, and he'll travel with the basketball. Fake that he was going left. And Terry, it just looks like the defense speeding Carroll up. Carroll yeah. wants to play fast, but it's getting him too fast. Yeah, uncomfortable. And, uh, got a lot of guys shaking their heads and doubting their what they're doing, and so it's. Uh, 
And right now, his body language isn't good for the Tigers, so we just got to... Langan, Langan, shelter back in. Within range here for the rest of the half. DCG with it. Jones up top over the side. Feeds it in to Cahill. Pump fake slips in between the defenders. Counts the basket. He's going to draw some contact. I think that one's going to go on at Jared Moore. Excuse me, Lil Schultes is who I think they called yep. that on. Yep. yep. He was playing behind him. Schultes will pick up his first. The lead. I don't think they put they didn't, points up They there, didn't yeah. yet. Yeah, because it should be 28. Free throw on the way up in good. So it should be 29 now to 16. So that'll be the largest lead. Now they've got it updated on the board. Yep. 431 to go here in the half. T-Jersey's four and Amanda Wardell over across the way watching the Tigers here today. Steve Benaller with it. Comes over to North, down to the left corner. Langling tried to attack, cut off by Jones. The North lob pass inside. We're going to get a whistle and a foul. Going to go against the DCG. That is going to go on a Fuller. That'll be his first. That'll be the first against DCG here in this second quarter. Carroll will box it up around the lane. They get it to North. Now to Langling. Back down to Stephen Oller left corner. Stephen Oller skip pass over to Schultz. He'll catch in fire. It's up no good. Tracking down the rebound is going to be Oh, and yeah, Vasey ahead again to Mock. Shot up no good. Langling will come up with the rebound. Oh, look out. And now we've got uh, Green tipping it out of bounds. Oh, yeah, taking a big chance here, bringing yeah. Evan back. Unless the three fouls. Uh, he does have three fouls. Oh, he right? does. Yeah, he, he's got to feel like the game's going to get away yeah. Yeah. if they don't take this risk, and he's got to have faith in that senior yep. to play really, really smart basketball. I understand. Now, Schultz tries to drive in. He was cut off over on the baseline by Green. And Terry, as he stopped, he dribbled it off his foot, and it ends up going out of bounds. Yeah, well, you get the ball in the corner. That's a bad spot right now. Center's defensive pressure there. You know you're going to get doubled. Better off just keeping the ball out in the middle of the floor. Jones with it. Comes off the screen up top by Mock. They look to run the pick and roll. Instead, they kick it left side. Driving in that time was Vosey. And now driving in is Jones. His shot up no good. Fuller gets the tipped out rebound out to Green. And he'll travel with the basketball. Haven't seen that call a ton this year until right? today. And yeah. now I've seen it a bunch yeah. today. And I thought they may have missed one even earlier. But yep. I think the ones they have called were legitimate. Legitimate. Too. Just amazing that it seemed like for years that call was always made. But I've hardly seen it this year. North with it. Now to Steven on our left side. Langling for three on the left wing. Up no good. Weak side rebound to Fuller. ECG showing some really good depth here today as well. Jones gets it off the oh, green. Uh, long three up and good. And Terry, he was he was on the end line almost for the volley. Yeah, yeah. And he had yeah. no hesitation. He stepped right in that, and it's like he's made that shot all his life. 32-16, DCG with the lead. We'll stop away back right after this. On kick 106.7. It's common to feel overwhelmed when it comes to insurance. That's why you need to have an agent you can trust. For almost 150 years, Roselle Mutual has been insuring homes, farms, and much more in Carroll and the surrounding communities. At Roselle Mutual, you can depend on us to personally guide you and recommend coverage that's best for your shiny new car, your latest ATV, or if you want to put the best protection on your family, home, or farm. We are here to provide you with expertise, exceptional service, and quality insurance for all your needs. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual. Give us a call at 792-4525.
coming to you live here from the Gatorade Broadcast booth distributed by Pepsi Beverages. Gatorade helping athletes fuel, recover, and perform. Motor and player of the game coming up in the post game. Motor and up carrier, premier Toyota Chevy and big dealership for everything from sales to service to parts and collision. Jeff Blankman, Jerry Gaspel with you and Jerry, you hate to see it, but all of a sudden DCG's kind of got it clicking and, and they're looking to put this one away early here today with the way they're playing right yeah, now. And, uh, Turn the ball over way too often, and we can't have them hit a shot. Can't hit a have hit a three pointer since uh, the very first possession there when Stone hit that three and led on the basket. Carroll's uh, turnovers have really doomed us to this point. Yeah, need a good possession here, and probably need some kind of point. Siebenhaller will bring it up. Running along with him is Perrin. Now out to Wardell. Wardell feeds it to Hammer at the free throw line. It's ball knocked away by Mock. And then we're going to get the ball knocked out of bounds. Did we get a foul on Mock? Yep. We did. Yep. yep. The Mock will pick up the foul. That is going to be number two on him. Number two here in the quarter against DCG. Wardell with it. Gets it into Siebenauer. Siebenauer comes off the screen by Hammer up top. Attacks the free throw line to Wardell. Three from the left wing. Left and short. The rebound to Parent. 5'10 junior will bring it up for the Mustangs. Tigers do a nice job getting back defensively. DCG slowing it down. 2.40 left here in the first half. 32-16 DCG. Fuller off to Howard. Now Perrin attacks off the right side. Got around. Wardell misses the runner. Kicks it out off his own rebound. Fuller open for three corners. Shot up no good. And there is Evan Hammer for his second rebound. He'll look to bring it up. Dump pass it down. North with it on the right wing. Dribbles down near the baseline. Now the pass to Hammer. Tried to catch one hand. Unable to squeeze it in. Turnover over to the Mustangs. Howard up top, little hesitation move, got inside the free throw line, floater up no good, ball tipped to Mock, dumps it underneath the fuller on the baseline, he'll back it out on the right side. Back up to Perrin. Now you just, they, DCG sees the floor really well, but we're going to get a timeout called by Dallas Center Grimes, and, and Terry, you and I were talking during the break, you brought up, you know, the, the new rule change for the free throws, you really like that. I, I do, and I that I think one unintended result from that is high school games have gone faster. They seem to be going faster. Yep. Anyway, the ones I've gone to or watched on, on uh, online, and a lot of it's because you don't have the, the constant stream to the free throw line after a 17 call of the half. And uh, this way, you've got, you know, it's late, it's quarter. Uh, the two shots, I can you know, go either way as you want. The one and one was always nice when you. Late game. Behind, that's why my yeah, only yeah, thing is, right. how do you think that's yeah. affected games? It's got to be harder now to come back. Yeah, it, you know, yeah, because now, no matter who you follow, they're going to get two shots. Yep. Uh, you know, you still want to identify the, the worst or second worst free throw shooter on the team, and, you know, maybe they'll may miss both of them, but in the past, you just had to have them miss that first one, and you had a chance to, you know, corral the rebound. But uh, I like the, the, the foul starting over here at the beginning of these quarters. Yeah, I, I do as well. Uh, I didn't know if I was going to be a fan of it. I enjoyed it with the women's college game, but I didn't know if I was going to be a fan. Do you think there's ever a day where men's college basketball goes to four quarters instead I, of two halves? I think so, because they're the only one no one else <laughs> plays halves. Fuller up top, Mustangs up by 16. Cahill finds Fuller, cuts down the left side, runner on the way up, no good, rebound tipped around. Coming out of there with it is going to be Ryan North for the oh, Carroll Tigers. Out. And now the pass pulled away. Fuller on the break. Layup up good over North. 
And Jerry, that's our first bucket in about two or three minutes for both of these clubs. Yeah, yeah, it's gone 32 to 16 quite a while. But that was a bad turn over there. Hammer over to Langling on the right side. Langling down to the corner now. Siebenauer with it off to north. Back over to Ling to a hammer. Left side top of the key. He'll penetrate over to the right side. Cut off on the baseline. Skip pass over to Siebenauer. And Jerry, I hate to say this, that's the second or third time trying to catch him all with one hand yeah. and not able to squeeze it in in right. another turnover. Yeah, and like on the middle one hand, yeah, just yeah. With both, both hands and make the catch. And I understand that we that the pro guys can do it, but pro guys' hands are huge. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, when you're 6'9 and 270 in, in athletic, you got hands. The, the ball is small in your hand. Yeah, you start making money to play this game, and you can force you to <laughs> yeah. one-handed. Aubrey Schmidt, I think, also in the house here today, as I recognize all three of the girls sitting across the way. Skip pass over to Howard in the corner. Knocked away, but he'll gather up back in. Now we're going to get a reach-in foul. I think going to go on Peyton Wardell. That'll be number two on him. Team foul number four on the Tigers here in the quarter. 56.1 remaining. They get it into Fuller. Pass now to Cahill. Cahill into the lane and just used his size to kind of bump the defender out of the way. And Wardell didn't want to pick up another one. Right, and with seven, of course, we've had to protect him. So put him on the bench here at the last, last minute of the Allison looking to drive in. He's going to be bumped in foul. That'll be number one on Green. Third team foul. I think the officials have done a nice job here in the yeah, game. Yeah, I, they, yeah, they can't say anything. They haven't affected the game. We've been on 16 for a long time. I'm yeah, not sure. about halfway through the quarter, I think. Last one was that uh, uh, two by Peyton Ordell when he attacked off no, of the baseline, yeah. Gary. Yeah. They get it in to Jared Moore, back out to Lingling. Can they end that stretch? They can't. Shot block. Cahill comes out with it. Fuller, they find Green. And what a well-executed break. That ball never touched the floor, folks. And it's 38-16. to 16. Yeah, that's the classic. That's how you want to run fast break. Even all out high. As it knocked away, Perrin just picked his pocket. Three seconds left. Cahill... Lays it up and in right before the buzzer. I wasn't for sure. Did he travel on I that? Because so. it looked like it to me. He did too. Yeah. Chuckled with the official about Yep. Yeah. That looked like one of those NBA ones where the guy catches it and takes a couple extra steps to gather yeah. it. So. Usually they're going and dunk it then after that. Yes. Yeah. 40 to 16, our score here at the halftime in favor of DCG. Carroll puts just seven points on the board, outscored 28 to 7. In the third quarter, we've got the Roselle Mutual Halftime Report coming up next here on Kick 106.7. Teamwork begins by building trust. Putting trust in your teammates isn't just for game day. It's important when it comes to your insurance coverage, too. Roselle Mutual and Grinnell Mutual are here to provide you with expertise, exceptional service, and quality insurance for all of your needs. Coming together is the beginning. Staying together makes progress, and working together creates success. For commercial, farm, home, and auto insurance, give them a call today at 792-4525. Roselle Mutual, proudly insuring the area since 1876. Family owned and operated since 1948, Quant Auto Salvage is the area's best full service scrap facility. Whether you're looking to sell scrap iron, vehicles, or batteries, or you need to locate that difficult to find part for your vehicle, they have what you need. And if it isn't in stock, they can locate it with their nationwide parts database. Quant Auto Salvage, they sell the best and recycle the rest. 
care for in your life. X, Y, nationwide is on your side. Nationwide Mutual Insurance Company and Affiliates, Columbus, Ohio. Here at Gretemann & Associates, we know that finding the right protection for you and your family's needs is important. That's why we partner with Nationwide, offering protection for you, your family, your business, and your future. Call 712-792-5050 or visit Gretemann.com to learn more. Hi, this is Dr. Mulbauer from McFarland Clinic in Carroll. If you are expecting a baby, our family medicine department is here to help you every step of the way. Our physicians provide prenatal care and services, childbirth, and postpartum care. Your McFarland Clinic family medicine physicians can perform C-sections and VBACs during delivery. Call our family medicine office at 712-792-1500 or visit our website at mcfarlandclinic.com for more information. McFarland Clinic Carroll, here for you and your growing family. From bump set spike to the crack of the bat, at Motor Inn of Carroll, we love our high school sports. And we love the opportunity to support our local schools, athletes, coaches, and parents. Through the hard work of our kids, we get the enjoyment of watching and listening to their activities. Other life lessons, like teamwork and citizenship, help create outstanding young women and men we are so proud to sponsor. Good luck to all of our local sports teams. From Motor Inn of Carroll. Utility vehicles have become commonplace on Iowa farms, but people don't always remember the first UTV, the Kawasaki Mule. In 1988, the Kawasaki Mule was introduced and quickly became known for how useful it was and how tough it was. However, one thing was apparent, they were too slow. Now, for 2024, Kawasaki has a mule that's just as fast as the competition, but still has that legendary reliability and a standard three-year warranty. We're proud to have Kawasaki here at Olson's Outdoor Power and want you to stop in and check one out today. Olson's Outdoor Power, your one-stop service and equipment shop. Halftime show sponsored again here today by Roselle Mutual Insurance. Roselle Mutual knows that teamwork begins with building trust. It's important when it comes to your insurance needs, too. Roselle Mutual and Grinnell Mutual, they're here to provide you with expertise and exceptional service. Call them today, 712-792-4525. Jerry, 17 to nothing run for DCG to end uh, that uh, first half of play. They lead it here 40 to 16, outscored Carroll 28 to seven in the third quarter. Carroll may have had more turnovers in that second quarter, I should say, in that second quarter than they had points. Uh, I, I think that that's probably the case. Uh, if I was a bet man, I'd say that, that that's true. Happened in that and I can only remember one of those turnovers being a dead ball turnover. The others were all live ball. Yep. And I think BCG probably converted every single one of those turnovers into baskets, uh, most of them being layups. Yep. And then throwing a couple three-point plays in there. Uh, and then Evan Hammer picking up his third foul. And, and guys just coming hesitant. Uh, DCG's defensive pressure started to really started affecting uh, the Carroll players. And, you know, very few of them have been in situations like this. You know, you think about uh, the team that uh, Carroll put on the floor last year here. Uh, Evan's the only starter. And Peyton Wardell's the only one that got any time off the bench. Caden Lingling a little bit, but not much. And uh, so now all those kids are being put in positions and situations that they aren't comfortable with and haven't uh, had to deal with up until uh, till today. And that DCG filled right there that stretch of the second quarter. Uh, why they're you know, at one point they were ranked in the top ten in 4A and probably back up in, in that ranking after beating Ankeny the other night. Uh, but their uh, their defensive pressure and then the, and the ability to run the floor. If you don't. Uh, 
have all five guys sprinting back on defense, uh, they're going to they're going to probably get a layup on you. And coach, you were kind of saying that as we were coming back from the break, probably the most frustrating thing for Coach Beeson is his, I know how much homework he does and how much he games plan. They knew that those double teams and those traps were coming. Yeah, and you know they didn't have a game last night, so they played Tuesday, and uh, I would assume their practice preparations since Tuesday night has been uh, solely on DCD because uh, that you know, not having to play last night. So that's even makes it more frustrating as a coach yep. that you've had practices where you only had to work against DCD and uh, uh, you know. DCG's uh, athleticism really filled through there, especially uh, that second quarter. With uh, and if you put the ball on the floor, if you uh, weren't ready, or uh, if you weren't moving at the ball, you're going to get a tip from behind. And if you tried making passes over the top, they were going to tip it. Uh, you got to use, got to use ball fakes, and uh, guys got to come to the basketball, and you just got to know that it's coming. And when you do get it, you got to attack the rim and be strong and confident in what you're doing. And, and we have open shot, got to hit them, and we just didn't hit any shots there. We, you know, we had 16 points with what, five, five minutes to yeah. go in those yeah. half and then score again. And you mentioned earlier that almost all of those turnovers turned into points. I don't know if I've seen a team as good as DCG of going from defense to offense as quickly as what they did, especially yeah. in that second quarter. Let's take a look at our unofficial numbers here in the first half for DCG, Tate Perrin with four points, Jackson Green, 17, Jonathan Howard, three, Jaden Jones, two, uh, Calix Cahill with 16, and Brogan Fuller with uh, two uh, for the Carroll Tigers. Uh, Stone Siebenhaller, I've got him for three points and an assist. Hayden Langling's got a uh, rebound and an assist. Jared Moore, two points, a rebound and an assist. Evan Hammer, six points, two rebounds. Peyton Wardell, five points, three rebounds and a steal. Ryan North with a rebound, and Matt Collison with an assist. Tigers did not get a free throw in that first half. We'll stop away, take a break. We'll be back with more of our Rosedale Mutual halftime report coming up right here on Kick 106.7. Tigers find themselves down 40-16 to 16 at halftime. Outlaw Graphics in Carroll is ready to assist your business, team, or organization. They can provide you with vehicle graphics, commercial signs, indoor-outdoor signs, apparel, promo items, and so much more. If you want your logo on it, they can do it. Personalize any event with t-shirts, koozies, or hats. If you are busy, Outlaw Graphics Promo to Go team will come to you with their unique designs to complete the job. For more information, check out Outlaw Signs Graphics and Apparel on Facebook. At Carroll County Solid Waste, we deliver environmental services together. Because, like all teams, together, everyone achieves more. We all enjoy a snack and a drink when cheering for our favorite team. When finished, be a team player. Put your bottles and cans in the recycle bin and your empty food packaging in the trash. Visit our website at carrollcountylandfill.com for details of how to be part of the recycle team. Because together, we're stronger. We're Carroll County Solid Waste, wishing our area athletes a safe and successful sports season. At American Family Insurance, protecting cattle ranches is at the heart of what we do. After all, it's where we got our start more than 90 years ago. We understand it's more than a ranch. It's your life. And that's why we offer customizable policies that protect what you've worked for. Let's build the policy your ranch deserves. For details, contact Nicole Unken at Nicole Unken Agency. Call 712-792-1262 or stop by 412 Highway 30 today. Thank <laughs> you. 
have done show sponsored by Roselle Mutual Insurance. Again, Roselle Mutual knows that teamwork begins with building trust. It's important when it comes to your insurance made to Roselle Mutual and Grinnell Mutual. They're here to provide you with expertise and exceptional service. Call them today, 712-792-4525. Clayton Seaman are standing down here in front. And Carol, you're saying he's talking to one of his former teachers, yeah, I think. Carol Winterbore is a retired teacher. I'm trying to remember what grades he taught in fourth grade or younger, third grade, but I'm assuming Slade had her probably when he was back in elementary school at Fairview. He was a teacher at Clay, and, and Carol, I remember last year talking to him, and they have a grandson. I can't remember. I can't remember it could be the green kid. They okay. had a grandson I knew that was playing at CCG okay. a year ago, and he's obviously still playing now. 17 here in the first half. He's had a pretty good half. Yeah. That him. I, can't, I don't know for sure if that is right. their grandson, but for some reason I was thinking that that was his and I see a Taylor Moore, uh, of course, the sister to Jared, former terrific athlete at Carroll High. Yeah. Said, I don't know if I've seen Taylor since she graduated yeah, high school. You know, she's probably out of college now, too. Yeah, <laughs> which is hard to believe. It's been, I still remember her in one of the early days in the Hoop It Up tournament. She was like in the fifth grade or something out there playing basketball. And yeah, I thought yeah. only those people got older. I guess pretty soon. <laughs> I don't feel like I've aged at all. No. Uh, DCG with the basketball back door cut. They open up the half with a layup from Jaden Jones. And the lead is now 42 to 16. Terry, i got to admit, I'm totally shocked. I knew DCG was good. Yeah. I just didn't anticipate seeing what we're seeing right here now. Yeah, this, this has been a, call a good old-fashioned butt whooping. Hammer fadeaway jumper no good. Cahill with the rebound. Again, they'll run the break up the sideline. Howard with it. Leaves it off now for Green. Green into the lane. Kick pass down to Cahill. Baseline jumper. He knew right away it was off. He yelled. Jared Moore will come up with a rebound. His second. Stephen Aller will push it up. Penetrates over on the left side. Now works it back up top. Get it over on the right side to Lingling. Lingling with it. Off to Hammer. Hammer penetrates on the right side. Playing again with three fouls. So he's got to be careful. Fade away jumper. No good. Cahill with the weak side rebound. Off to Perrin. Ahead, they work it to green on the left wing. Hammer and the defense hustled back that time. Perrin up top with it, looking off the pick and roll to Cahill. They'll feed it into him. Langling going to pick up the foul. That'll be his first and the first on the Tigers here in the second half. And I suppose if I'm giving all these shout-outs, I better give my boss, Pete Collison, <laughs> and his amazing wife, Ann, yeah. a shout-out, right? Yeah, especially <laughs> Ann. <laughs> He'll oh, give me a hard oh, time for calling her the amazing yeah. Ann, but, you know. Jared Moore coming up with the steal. Off to Siebenauer. Siebenauer with it. Bounce pass inside to Hammer. Hammer with it. Slides in the lane. Fade away jumper in and out. Can't buy a basket oh, right now. To fall. Rest on the foul, though, going to go against DCG. That'll go on Cahill. That is going to be his first. And I'm thinking I did the radio jinx because the moment I said that Hammer doesn't ever miss that fade away, I don't think he's hit one since. No. And that, I mean, there is shots that he used yep. to take. DCG players are so good about anticipating passes. Yeah. Uh... Hammer a 61% free throw shooter. Knocked down the first one. So that ends that run at 19 to nothing for DCG. Second one on the way. Up good as well. That'll make it now 42 to 18. Full court press there for the Tigers. Coach, do you teach that, or is that something that kids just naturally have? Is Howard out in front of the back? They break the pressure, able to get the layup. He averages 16 a game. He's got five here in this game. It's 44-18. That ability to read passing lanes, oh, that anticipation. Yeah, you try to, but boy, a lot of it's just natural, it. isn't it? You have it or you don't. 
Wardell in the lane, misses Cahill with the rebound. They'll kick it ahead to Howard. Hesitation move in the lane, floater up and good. Got a lot of weapons, and they can score for all three levels. Hammer over to Moore. Moore with it off of the screen, comes to the right elbow, pull-up jumper, it's up no good. And the rebound taken down by Perrin. He has got Howard out in front of the pack. Moore gets back, blocks the shot. Steven Aller comes up with the rebound. Good, also that time by the Tigers. Hammer with it. Layup on the other end is up and good. Yeah, we, boy, so good job. Garrett Norris, he also plays in the role on defense. Too. And that's where it's got to start. Yes. But when, you, when, they, when you're having a day, Coach, as Carroll is right now, where they can't really seem to get the ball to go into the basket much, you can't let that affect the effort on the defensive right. end. Yeah, and you can't just give them easy layups. And, yep. Jones will inbound. They get it down to Green in the right corner. Spins. What a pass into Cahill. And he will go up for the two-handed flush. That was impressive, Terry. Yeah, yeah that was. And Evan's playing on the top side there, and so there's a nice baseline bounce pass into him. And, uh, didn't hesitate. 48-20. to 20. Hammer drives in. A little out of control. Rebound to Howard. Now off uh, to Perrin. Ahead. Cahill drives in, and we're going to get a bump on the floor. We're going to go on the Tigers. Either Collison or Wardell. I think it's Wardell, and it's going to be. And that is number three on Empson. And Hammer each with three. Nobody else with more than one for the Tigers. That is the second foul on the Tigers here in the half. Inbounded to Howard. Now over to Cahill. Back to Howard. He'll roll down the left side of the lane. Working against Ryan North. Drives there. Got it underneath. Hump fake. And then goes up and lays it up and in. Thought he maybe got away with a travel. And it's now 50 to 20. When they didn't because of Bellini, he used his body shielding off the defense uh, like he wanted to. Yeah, I thought when he pumped fake that he kind of slid that pivot foot a little bit. We're going to get a timeout called by the uh, Carroll Tigers. They trail it here 50 to 20. Jerry, we kind of went into the halftime talking about uh, maybe a travel that didn't get called. We were kind of talking during one of the breaks in the halftime. I don't. I, it's not a rule. You said not that you're aware of, but I hear a lot of coaches tell me that anymore they don't call travels, but are travels to us because they give them a gathering step. Neither one of us appear to be very good big fans of that. No, I'm not a fan. I'm not even a little fan of it. <laughs> the rule is the rule is two steps. Yep, two steps is two steps. There's no such thing as a gathering step that I'm aware of. Yep. Uh, but like we also talked about, you see in the NBA games, like you said, the one video out there where. Yes, the player looked like he took five or six, maybe yep. seven steps. Nothing yeah. called. Well, it's, it's always a trickle down effect. It is. Kids that watch that, they're like, trying to mimic what they see on TV, and so uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't understand yeah. how you would give them. Yeah, you're only allowed two steps, and they're only allowed two steps. Yeah, yeah. I I, I see a lot of video clips anymore of like people talking about you can do this and it's legal and stuff, and I look at it and go. Never knew that was legal. <laughs> well, uh, Tigers will get it inbounds to Hammer. Pull up jumper just inside the right elbow. That one's going to drop for Evan Hammer. Hammer's starting to get things going a little bit, but Tigers right now down 28. 1-3-1 one, one zone. Perrin with it. Nice switch up by Coach. They'll work it over to Perrin out high on the right side. North on the top of that 1-3-1. One, one. They work it to pull a right elbow. Dump back to the side. Knocked away, Wardell jumping the passing lane. Collison will bring it up, works it over now to Hammer on the right side. Hammer to the right elbow. Get pass over to Stephen Oliver, but we're going to get a whistle and a foul away from the ball. 
that going to go? Yep, it's going to go on Perrin. That'll be his second. King foul number two here in the quarter against DCG. Get all right up recap stories for all of the area basketball, wrestling, and boys swimming. I don't know if I'll get to all of it till tomorrow. We've got, with all the postponements and cancellations today, went from a normal Saturday to almost like a Friday. Wardell drives in, ball knocked away. There's those quick hands. Fuller's will pick it up, gets it off now to Jones. Jones over to Green, long three on the way. It's up no good. And the rebound taken down by Siebenauer. Siebenauer will get it up across half court. Under four left here in the third quarter. Hammer, pull-up jumper from 17. It's up no good. Rebound taken down by Jones for DCG. Now off to Perrin. Hands it off to Green. Green gets inside the three-point line. Bounce pass inside. KL pump fake. Goes up. Count the basket. And Evan Hammer, I don't think there was much contact there, Coach, but he just picked up number four. Yep, that's why you can't leave your feet. Yep. You can't stay on the floor. I don't know if Coach makes a move with him right now, Coach. It's a 30-point game. Yeah, I think he's going to leave him out there. Yep. Schultes and Moore will check in as Siebenhaler and Wardell will check out. Checking in is going to be Vosey. For DCG, he'll check in for Perrin. Cahill at the line. 20 already here on the day. 16 of those in the first half. Free throw on the way up is good. And now... He's a, he's a good... He's a nice... What is he listed? 6'5"? Yeah. Nice job. I would say he's slightly he's taller than Hammer, who yeah. they have listed about 6'4", 6'5". Does a nice job, and he's a lefty. And, uh, yep. Schultes open right corner. It's up no good. Ball going to be gathered in that time by DCG. It'll be Jones. I'll work it ahead to Fuller. Fuller with it. Back off now. To Green. He'll drive in the lane. Little floater up and good. And just when it looked like, Jerry, to me, that Carroll was settling in a little bit, DCG goes back on another spurt. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's uh, it's going to take a good team to beat them. And uh, right now today, Tigers are not a, a very good team. And the DCG's got a lot to do with that. Yeah. Tollison with it. The hammer at the free throw line. And this is not the kind of game I'm sure you want at this point of the season, but what does Carroll take away from this at this point right now? <laughs> well, it's not a lot to find out. Work on. And you find out what a good team, what it takes to be a team like Dallas Center, Grand Pass. Yep. You show them film and say, okay, this is what the Dallas Center kids are doing. Uh, this is what you need to do to be at that level. And, Vosey picked up his first third against DCG. Hammer fadeaway jumper up no good. Rebound to Fuller. I get it off now to Howard. Howard lob pass underneath the mock, and he is going to lay it up and in. Caught it in the air on the break and kissed it off the glass. Yeah, it's a nice, nice uh, post player coming off the bench to have. Ryan North fires up a three. That's a big one because we had had continuous clock. Still will. Yep, and it's 57-25. Yep. Jumper by Howard, no good. A rebound taken down by Will Schultes for Carroll. Off now to Hammer, into the lane, spin. Oh, lays it up and in. Now it's that on the rim. Yeah, Bounced around a little bit and fell in. 57-27. Carroll with 11 here in the third. Cahill finds Fuller, knocked away, but a reach-in foul going to go on Schultes. This is still a Tiger team, though, that I think Terry... 
DCG class size larger. Yeah. So a chance, I think, to to to, to make some noise in the three A postseason. Yeah, those matchups will be yep. huge. huge. You know, see where they go, and uh, you know, rankings will come out again. I assume the the committee will do rankings coming up now after some games finally being played. I know they're supposed yep. to give one last week, but with no all games, the, all yeah. the games they decided to hold it off. And now we've got a conversation between those four or five teams. Fouls, yeah. Keep, keep the clock running. They are too. <laughs> And Keith Stickrod, or excuse me, Keith Stickrod, Keith Tribe, down sitting on the bench down there running your old job, right? Yeah, the scorebook. Yeah, that's right. And got a chance to get uh, talk with Keith and stuff yeah. earlier. They do stop the clock now. Yep. A minute thirty-seven to go. I have the same score they do, so I don't know if that's the question. I think I don't. Is or is there a question on maybe if, if there was a thirty-five point lead at one time or? There was. It was 57-22. Right. We scored five in a row. Yep. And team fouls. Yeah, I don't have them by quarter. I just have total fouls on each yeah. guy. So two officials over right now talking with the scores table. So, Terry, uh, how's life up in South Dakota? We have, you know yeah. what? It's 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 been a... Change obviously, but uh, yeah, getting to know things a little bit better, getting to know some coaches up there, and getting to go to some games and doing some work uh, at the Sanford Pentagon. Yeah, that uh, got to watch a couple of big time college games there while I was working. The play right. Auburn played Baylor, and nice. Nebraska played Oregon State, and had a chance to talk to Fred Hoiberg a little bit after nice. after the game up there. So, yeah. And you got to see the Huskers actually get a win. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Inside on the pass to Howard. I don't see anything changed on the scoreboard. Bucket by we'll Howard will make it 59-27. Yep, they did. Yep. How's Casey doing, by the way? Good. 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 And they uh, had a big win the other night against St. Thomas, but lost today against South Dakota They did State, lose so, today? Yeah. Okay. So Jared Moore with a nice spin move off the left side. 59, now 29, after the bucket by Moore. Let's tell Casey and stuff I say hi. Yeah, Lindsay. And Lindsay uh, as well, yeah. yeah. Her, her parents and her sister and brother-in-law were going to be at the game today. All right, good. Since we were going to be down here. They, um, but yeah, they... Lindsay actually works in Sioux Falls and had to spend three nights with us because of the weather. Couldn't <laughs> drive back to Vermillion, so... It seems weird not driving up there. I need to go up just to see Casey, but, you know, used to get the games up that way all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little different when, you know, when he's playing versus coaching. Yeah. Yeah, but it'd still be fun just to catch up with yeah. him, even as for 10 minutes after a game sometimes. Schultz is with it, penetrates in. Now work it over to Moore on the sideline. Under a minute to go here in the third. Ward now gets in the lane. Euro stepped at it, knocked away, picked up in the corner off the left side by Schultz. Three up, no good. Matt Collison with good hustle ends up knocking the ball out of bounds. We can't fault that hustle by Matt Collison. No, and they must have said that there never was a 35-point lead at the clock. They had, yeah, I had it as it. Yeah, I looked yeah. up it was. It was yeah. Okay, because they did stop the clock. Glad you caught that. Yeah, I had it 57-22, and I keep a running score, so... Woodward, Howard, excuse me, travels with the basketball. 
Stops the clock with 31.1 remaining. Someone else has to. Did we get two guys out? Yeah, I guess we did. Yep. So Hammer, Moore, Schultes, Siebenhaller, and Wardell on the floor right now for Carroll. Yeah, Carl Howard, Perrin. Oh, yep, yep, sorry. So Perrin, also Vosey, Fuller, Mock, and Howard on the floor for DCG. Down to 10 seconds. They work it over to Siebenhaller on the left side. Siebenhaller, and there's going to be a push inside. And that's going to go on Jonathan Howard. I think that's going to be his first. It'll be the fourth on DCG here in the quarter. That, in a way, I'm almost thinking that had to be a pretty good push to probably get called at yeah. this point in the game. Yeah, I think. Carroll's going to inbound down on the baseline. They'll lob it in to Hammer. Hammer with it behind the back. Dump pass over to the right side to Wardell. Again, didn't quite squeeze that one in. They'll lose it out of bounds. And DCG will have it with three-tenths of a second left here in this third quarter. They'll take a 61-29 lead. I'm sure they're not going to probably get a shot off here, so they'll take a 61-29 lead at the halftime. And they do throw it three-quarter court. And folks, the ball gets stocked between the top of the backboard. And the shot clock. Yeah, we'll see if they get it jump up and get to that. Yeah, we're back in one minute right here on Kick 106.7. Since 1968, Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackey Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express phase, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City and MackieMotors.com. Playing sports is exciting and fun, especially when you have a great team to support you and be there with you every step of the way. That's just the same at your Mid-Iowa Insurance and Real Estate team. Hi, this is Brandon Snyder. You can be rest assured that we have you covered so you can keep running towards the goal line or going for the spike. So this fall, cheer on your favorite teams while being protected through our team at Mid-Iowa Insurance and Real Estate, a proud supporter of all area teams. We welcome you back here on uh, Kick 106.7. Jeff Langland with the Casey Miners back in our studios. Appreciate you joining us here at Carroll Tiger Basketball today. We come to you live here from the Gatorade broadcast booth distributed by Pepsi Beverages. Gatorade helping athletes fuel, recover, and perform. And then, Terry, they still don't have the ball, so they got a ladder. And I don't think anybody's tall enough, so they're going to have to get a broomstick or something. Yeah, maybe, Coach, maybe... Yep, yep, the AD, Ian, is going to crawl up there, and he's going to tip it down. So I didn't know if he was going to be tall enough oh, when he, he got up there. He didn't think he was going to do that today. <laughs> a lot of times you just get a tall broom and reach up. Yeah, there. yeah, I yeah. But there's probably no custodians around, and they have rooms all locked up somewhere. Carol going to have the basketball to start the fourth quarter play going left or right in their home white uniforms here today. Siebenhaller with it. They're down right now by 32. Trailed it by three at the end of the first quarter, but a 17 to nothing run to end that first half. The difference, Wardell spin blocked by Cahill. Tracking it down is 
Hudson Heidgerken, a 5'9 sophomore. He's in for the first time here today for DCG. Comes in averaging two points per game. Down or a 2-3 zone. Jones with it now off to Jones. Back over now to Perry. DCG, it looks like Perry, they're going to slow things down a little bit here. They bounce it in. Hyde Gherkin's jumper off the left elbow, just inside it, no good. Jaron Moore comes down with a rebound, his third. Now get it out now to Stevenala. Back over to Moore. Back up to Stevenala. Hammer with it left elbow. Wardell cuts on the baseline. There was nothing there as DCG went man to man. Stevenala back over to Hammer, looks to drive against Cahill, cut off. And they're going to call him for a travel. Don't know if I saw that one, but they're going to call him for a travel. Yeah, it looks a little different. But, yep. uh, this will either picked up or slid his foot enough to, to make the call. Webster City and Gilbert, the final game of this showcase over here in Gilbert. This is a nice tournament to do, Terry. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's kind of fun. Carol and Kemper are pretty much in it every year. And, it's been fun to come over and call these games. Nick's done it many a time. Yeah. Mike Gherkin shot up no good. Hammer comes down with the rebound. Over to the right side. Steven Aller on the wing. Three up and good. So now we get an official timeout. Yeah. Looks like Hill. maybe Cahill took one in the mouth. Yeah. Yep. Second three here today for Steven Aller. That was, it's, it's always the same teams here, so... Yep. Um, with Carroll just playing DCG two years ago, I thought maybe they'd have uh, either. Well, you know, you're not going to play Gilbert because you right. already played him twice, and you don't want to play Kemper because you played him already. So, so maybe they would have gotten Pella this year. Pella or Western City, would yeah. Be two teams that they play. So well, hopefully next year it'll be one of those two. They dump it underneath the fuller shot block. Carroll still playing hard. Langling will come up with a rebound. Off to Wardell, now to Moore. He'll drive down. We're going to get a reach-in foul on Heidgerken. That is going to be number one on him. First in the fourth quarter, going to go against DCG. I haven't done any homework on that Webster City team, so I don't know how good they are this year. Last time I looked, I think they were one and eight. Okay. So uh, Usually you get some pretty good teams over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wardell's three up, no good. Jones comes down with a rebound. We'll get back on the screen here. Ahead to Green. He'll fire up a three. No good. Ball tipped into the hands of Siebenhaller on the rebound. Stone will bring it up. Crosses half court. Hesitation move. A crossover dribble. Got him towards the free throw line. Then had to back a back out. Langling back over on the right side. Siebenhaller going to fire up another three. It's up no good. Cahill comes down with a rebound. Cahill off to Fuller. Fuller has it tipped away by Siebenhaller. I don't know why, Terry. It just caught my attention the last time Caden had the ball, but pink, peach, what do you call those shoes he's wearing <laughs> down there? It's kind of a pinkish yeah, color, isn't it? It is. It's a yeah, pinkish purple or, or something, moss. Yeah. Mauve, is that what they call it? Yeah. Something like that. I'm still the old original 24 crayons. Other yeah, than yeah, that, yeah. I don't, you know. Yeah, where well, they get all these stuff out the colors. <laughs> yeah. Hill up top. Rolls over to... Jones with it, back to Cahill on the block, working against Hammer, fadeaway jumper up, and good. I've been impressed with him yeah, today. I've been really impressed with him. 63 now, 32, Langling on the other end, up no good, rebound tip. Hammer will come up with it, and he's going to lay it up and in. 
His engine never stops, does it? No. Down no, on the other end, and neither does PCG as yeah. Fuller will lay it up on the other end. Still up 30 there, getting that ball and going. They're not relaxed for a second. Langling attacking off the left side, cut off by Green. We're going to get it off and to foul. I thought I saw Jerry just that little bit of a yep. dip of the shoulder. Yep. Ryan North was at the scores table, now steps away. Matt Collins and Will Schultz is there, and North will step in. CCG bringing Mock back in, Vosey back in. Also checking in was uh, Cameron Allen, a six-foot junior. He'll check in for the first time here today. I think a few fans starting to head out here that probably aren't here for that final game of the day. Thoughts? I mean, this isn't a knock on either one of these crowds, but the crowds today, Terry, haven't been as big as I thought they'd be. Yeah. Weather probably has a factor. Yep. Maybe uh, football playoffs, but uh, yep. usually yeah, usually the last couple of years have been bigger crowds than this. I was going to say, uh, I yeah. thought, Iowa women home today or on Iowa TV men. today? Iowa, Iowa men, men are home. home? Iowa women are on TV tomorrow. Okay. Iowa men had Purdue. Okay. Today. Uh, maybe some people, maybe an Iowa State home or something, maybe. Hammer in the lane, fade away up, no good. Fuller with another rebound. Now kick it ahead. Bringing it up is Allen. Now over to Heidgerken. Back to Allen. Over to the right side to Vosey. Vosey will back it up, bounces it up top. Mock over to the left side. Heidgerken got himself loose. He'll back it out in the corner. I just... When they break, they can. Otherwise, they're running a little bit of clock. Mock in the lane. Pull up jumper up and good. Boy, their shooting percentage has got to be really high. Phenomenal today. It's probably in the six, close to 60%, if not higher. 67-34. North with it in the right corner. They'll work it over up top to Hammer. Back off to North. North drives in over to Schultz. Left side three up. No good. Collison tips the rebound out. It'll be around. That time by Siebenauer. Siebenauer looking to drive. Gets down the left side of the lane. Whistling a foul. Going to go on Fuller. Good strong take that time. Got up into the air and kind of forced Fuller to, to make some contact. Yeah, Matt Collison might have got away with a little over the back. Get that offensive rebound. But Stone did a nice job attacking the rim there, like you said. Get himself to the free throw line. Free throw on the way by Siebenauer. Up in no good. Stone is 69%. Free throw shooter on the season, but 0 of 1 now here today. Shout out to Eric McCullough listening to the game today. Free throw on the way up being good. Steven Nuller knocks down 1 of 2. I'll make it now 65, 67 to 35, excuse me. Carter Essick just came in for Stone. Okay. So Essick in the game, first time in for him today, the six-foot junior. Losey with it in the corner. They'll work it off driving in as Allen, and we're going to get a jump ball call. This action are going to favor DCG. Did not anticipate this one, folks, when I saw the brackets come out for this tournament. And it started off pretty nice. Yeah. Get a three right off the first possession and had a... 7-3 lead when Coach Rankin took a timeout, and ever since then, it's, uh, whatever he said at that timeout, uh, changed the tide of this game. Caleb Vanderheiden has checked in for Carroll. He'll grab the rebound pass. They had a little communication issues for Carroll. They'll come up with it. 
as Collison driving in, but you had two guys running together, kind of yeah. ran into each other, yeah. and the ball hit one of them in the back. Fortunately, they maintained possession and got yeah. a foul, but uh, only 13 foul on DCG. That's going to be on Allen. That'll be his first. We'll have Coach Beeson will come up. I don't know if any of the guys will want to come up after this one. Might not even get Coach Beeson. Yeah. Three-point shot from Siebenauer up no good. A rebound to Vosey. Still running. Yeah. They've emptied their bench as well. Carter Schwanz into the ballgame. Vosey with it. Blake Malinsky's getting set to check in. Still interesting for me to see Blake. I still remember him coming up back when his dad was the coach, Terry, and he'd come up this this little guy, and he'd join <laughs> Honnold and I on the radio or run by and say something to us, and now he's no, going to be a junior in high school. High school. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it was always a fun kid. Actually, Jeff and I got him on during our broadcast of a Carroll football game back then when oh, he was like right? in the fourth or fifth grade. <laughs> so, yeah, he's been around sports for a long time. He has. Yeah, we have an old picture. Honnold probably still got it. I know we threw it out on Facebook, but we had a picture of him and another little guy uh, with the headsets on, and we said the future of Carroll broadcasting was right the headline yeah. that we put well, out. So. I wonder if Blake probably needs to be reminded of that. Yes. Vanderheiden at the free throw line. Foul on Schwanz. Free throw by Vanderheiden. Up no good. Still 67-35. Hard to believe it. It was 23-16 at one point in the first quarter. Terry and Carroll as Vanderheiden misses the second free throw, but then tracks down his own rebound. I hate to put it this way. They've scored 19 points since that point. Yeah, uh, in a tough, tough three and a half quarters. Ryan North on the bucket. 67-37. Minute 45 left in this one. Again, we'll have our player of the game order and player of the game coming up in our post game. I haven't even thought about who it could be right now. No. I Gherkin with it. Lob pass inside. Lost a shot up good. Count the basket. He's going to head to the free throw line. Heading straight home from here, Terry? Or? No, back to Carroll. Back to Carroll. Uh, my wife, Lois, is in Carroll. Oh, okay. So we'll spend the night and take off uh, first thing in the morning, head back home. This balmy 20-degree weather tomorrow. We won't know <laughs> what to do. Yeah. Maybe on T-shirt and shorts. 30s next week. Yeah. The only problem is, is I'm here at... 33-34 on Tuesday with a 70% chance of rain. You know yeah. what that means. Ice. Ice. Yeah. Yeah. Schultz is three up. No good. Carter Attic, though, the offensive rebound and put back his first bucket here today. 70 now to 39. Minute 10 left in this one. Thanks to Casey Miners back in our studios. Schwant, left side three on the way. That's up no good. Schultz with a rebound. His second of the ballgame. He's going to push it ahead. We're going to get a bump and a foul. That'll go on Vosey. That'll be number two on him. Carroll's going to shoot some free throws. As Schultz will head to the free throw line, 60% on the season. First attempt for Will here today, the 5'11 senior. Free throw on the way up and good. Three Castle coming in. Okay. Jake Jorgensen. Jake Jorgensen also. 
second free throw coming up here for Schultes. It is up. It is good. And I'll make it now 70 to 41. Both teams completely emptying the bench here today. Allen drives in over to Heingarten, down to Schwantz on the right side. About a 20-second difference between the shot and game clock. Pulling up, hitting the three is Heingarten. Yeah. That's kind of the way it's been going. 73, now 41. Carroll will back it out with Jorgens. See mom and dad across the way over there. Malinsky going to fire up a three off the rim. No good. A rebound taken down that time by Jorgensen. Baseline jumper up and good for Trey Dassel. Nice looking shot. Yes, it was. Walk on He's a lefty. End of the scoring today. DCG going to win it here by 30-73 to 43. Our final score here today. We'll be back with the Mackey Motors tailgate coming up next year. On Kick 10617. Since 1968, Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackey Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express phase, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City and MackieMotors.com. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll Campus and Templeton Regional Center. Students, contact your high school counselor today to talk about how DMAC college credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. DMAC, life's calling. Napa is your trusted source for automotive parts, accessories, and know-how for your car, truck, SUV, and farm equipment. We offer a complete performance machine shop, extensive tool and equipment department, and hydraulic hoses while you wait. So whether it's a replacement part for your daily driver or you're just in need for a professional machine shop, you can trust your locally owned and operated Napa store. Make it a point to stop in and see the pros. Napa Highway 30 West in Carroll. Napa, we are so much more than a parts store. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball, just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. Take your brand to the next level with Toploft. From Little League to high school to college and beyond, Toploft in downtown Carroll carries your favorite team's fan gear. Kemper Knights, Carroll Tigers, Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and so much more. Find us on the web at toploftclothing.com and watch for our Tuesday Deal of the Day on our Facebook page. We also love working with local teams and businesses to provide custom apparel for them and their customers. Quick turnaround, low minimums. Elevate your brand to the top with Toploft in downtown Carroll. The staff at Halber Enterprises would like to thank their past customers for all their support. As we move into 2024, it's never too early to plan ahead. 
Now is the best time to look into improving all your grain handling. Halbert Enterprises, along with Sukup Manufacturing, currently offering one-of-a-kind discounts on bins, buildings, grain dryers, and all accessories. Halbert Enterprises, your premier Sukup Manufacturing dealer. Call Mike or Gary at 712-658-2141 to lock in your project. From bump, set, spike to the crack of the bat, at Motor Inn of Carroll, we love our high school sports. And we love the opportunity to support our local schools, athletes, coaches, and parents. Through the hard work of our kids, we get the enjoyment of watching and listening to their activities. Other life lessons, like teamwork and citizenship, help create outstanding young women and men we are so proud to sponsor. Good luck to all of our local sports teams. For Motor Inn of Carroll. Mackie Motors at Tailgate brought to you by Mackie Motors Lake City, recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City or check them out online at MackieMotors.com. Jeff Lankman and Terry Kaspavar with you. Terry, a 30-point loss for Carroll here today. Uh, third game with everybody playing this year and, and good start, but yeah, you said it. Started slipping away a little bit late first quarter. Still in it, though. Only down 3-12-9, but that second quarter, that 17 to nothing run, Carroll yeah. never really fully recovered from yeah, that. that was killer, and ECG showed their medal there that second quarter, and they started putting the defensive pressure on and double-teaming, and we just didn't handle it very well. And like we talked, we probably uh, had more turnovers the quarters than we did points, and uh, most of them being live ball turnovers that turned into points for the ECG team, and DCG, uh, if they play like this uh, every every time out, uh, they're going to be a tough team to handle with this. Uh, that might be the best team I've seen this year. Oh, what I've seen on film and online and, and what I've seen in person, uh, yeah, they are a team. And, you know, it does for the Tigers. It prepares you, hopefully, for what you're going to see down the road at all. And I don't think they're going to see anybody this type of defensive pressure with threat to the athletes that DCG put on the floor. And then uh, the Cahill kid was really impressive uh, inside and outside and just, just so athletic, strong, because a lot of things, they got, I guess, good players up and down the lineup, they can just close their bench and not lose anything, and uh, uh, yeah, some really solid, solid team, and you know, two years ago they won the state championship at 3A level, but I don't think that team could... Uh, could even hang with this team. Yeah, this I team. was just going to ask you that. That team that we saw over here two years ago, they came in ranked number one, too, and Carroll pushed them and then ended up losing to them a little, by a little bit more down there at the state tournament. Yeah. This team here today, just I think they were more athletic, shot the basketball better. It just looked like a better overall team. Yeah, more physical. Yep. Uh, the DCG team a couple years ago didn't have a whole lot of size. If they didn't shoot the ball well, they were going to have a hard time scoring. And the reason we took them to overtime here is that we held them to... But they end up scoring 53, even yeah. though going into overtime. But, uh, this this team, I I don't see anybody holding them down to to, to the low 50s. Uh, and then no. defensively, they're going to make it tough on teams to score. And uh, you better have good good guard play, uh, particularly at the point guard position that can take care of the basketball and and then understand where the pressure is coming from and and make make good decisions without turning the ball over. And then you guys, you know, we just we couldn't get any shots to fall when we did get shots. But 
kept a few shots that second quarter because we turned the ball over. We didn't get a chance mm-hmm. to get any any type of rhythm going. And shooting is all rhythm. If you know you're not in any type of rhythm, uh, your offense is going to suffer. How big was that early third foul? Not early, early, but came in the second quarter on Evan Hammer because it was a tight game still at that point. I yeah. think they were down what five or six at yeah, that point, yeah. and then. When he went to, even though he came back before the end of the first half, it, the damage had already kind of been done by that yeah, point. Yeah, momentum had already shifted big time, and, and then you, you don't play like normal because you're, you don't want to get that fourth foul before the half. Uh, you know, we were kind of surprised he even came on the floor again, but at that point, Coach Beeson was just thinking, well, it's going to get out of hand if we don't yep. try to stem this tide here. And, uh, but you just don't play with your aggressiveness and you're, you know, constantly worried about getting that fourth foul for halftime and it, it was not the same, same uh, Evan Hammer as we've seen this season. Um, you know, this is one you talk about it and then you just forget about it. <laughs> just move on. Yep. You, you didn't learn anything from your own team from this. We, hopefully your kids, your guys, your players learn that, uh, how, how important it is to value the basketball. Yep. Against good teams, you just can't give them those opportunities like we gave them today, and, uh, and then you show them what DCG instead of watching what you did bad, show them what DCG does well. Yep. Try to emulate that and say this is what this is what we got to work for and become this type of team because we. You know, I, I think we've got the kids that can do it. Yep. You know, you just uh, you know, just got to take it and show it out on the floor. And, uh, Get back to the practice court, and I know maybe I don't know what the schedule's been like with the crazy weather and trying to, you know, the late starts and early outs, and no schools, trying to get practice time to, to work on things. But, uh, got a lot to work on. <laughs> no, no shortage of things to work on now. Yep, they learned a lot about themselves. Not that they'll see many teams the rest of the way that are like this DCG team. Let's take a quick look at our unofficial numbers, then we'll step away, take a break, and we'll come back with our player of the game and see if we have some post-game interviews for DCG here today. And again, these are unofficial folks. Tate Perrin with four points, Jackson Green, 19-17 of those in the first half. Uh, Jonathan Howard, 11. Jaden Jones, 4. Calix Kalehill, 22. Uh, Hudson Heidengerken with three, uh, Brogan Fuller four, uh, Dane Mock with six, and uh, Carter Schwantz with three. They were five of six from the free throw line. Stone Stevenaller, uh today for Carroll is seven. Jared Moore four, Evan Hammer 16, Peyton Wardell five, Will Schultz two, Ryan North five, Carter Essex, and Trey Tassel both with two Tigers went five of eight. And Terry, I got Evan Hammer right here. So if they, uh, Evan Hammer, our player of the game, that's who I was leaning yep, yep, to as yep. well. So. Well, I'm going to let you go in case you want to get on the road. So good to get to work with you and to get to see see you again. again. Absolutely. Take care. Maybe I'll see you down the road. Yeah, sounds really good. Tell the family I say hi. Terry Casper joining me here again. We've got Evan Hammer now jumping on the headset here. And Evan, appreciate you joining us. I know not what you guys wanted today. Things kind of started to slip away from you a little bit here as you pick up that third foul. But uh, good start for you guys. Don't hit that three right away. What was the emotion and the feelings like with how you guys were playing early on? Well, all week we talked about coming out with no fear. Um, we got out to a great start. I mean, we played like we wanted to, get them one and done. Stone was knocking them down. We were all going to the hoop, playing really well. I mean, if anything, I wish we would have we would have held on to that confidence for the rest of the game. It, you know, we started out so hot and it just felt like we let it slip. 
Was it their change in defense, or what was it that kind of dropped that confidence a little bit? Was it you picking up your third and having to go to the bench, or where did you feel like kind of the team started to slip a little? I mean, you got to give them credit. They're a great team. They did a great job executing their defense. It's probably the best defense I've seen. I mean, they switched it up almost every time down. We were just really careless with the ball. We turned it over a lot. Uh, like I said, give them credit. What do you guys take away to help make you guys better from this game today? I mean, iron sharpens iron. I mean, we want to play the best. We want to beat the best. And I didn't turn out tonight, but we got a lot of good conference games coming up. And I think this is we're going to do nothing but benefit from this loss. You know, hopefully lights a fire for these conference games coming up. I know with knowing you, winter set's probably already on your mind. What are you looking at with winter set Tuesday? Oh, they run that 2-3. We didn't play We didn't play great. We kind of squeaked one out there at their place. But um, it's always a barn burn at our place. We want to we send a message to the conference. You know, after they're all going to see this on film. We want to let them know that we're not going away. Uh, they're a good team, but I think we're better than them. I tell you what, Evan, always fun watching you play. Appreciate you coming up here today. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks for the coverage. You bet, Evan Hammer. Again, we've got head coach Randy Beeson uh, set to join us now as he'll get the headsets on. And Randy, apologize about this one here today. Uh, you told me they were good. I, I didn't realize how good in, until that, that second quarter. They kind of closed that second quarter on a, a 17 to nothing run, then scored the first two of the third quarter to make it a 19 to nothing run. A lot of that started when Evan picked up that third and had to come sit by you over on the bench. Yeah, uh, 17 turnovers in the first half. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter how good a team is. If you turn over that much, uh, it's going to get ugly. So uh, Most of those in the second quarter, too, I thought. Yeah, for sure. I think we had four. We ended up with 21 turnovers on the game is what Coach Hine had us for, and so four in the second half. But uh, 14 out of those 17 turnovers probably led to two-point buckets on the other way. So, uh, you know, we... We thought we were going to have to run a bunch of different zone defenses to stop them in the half court, and I thought our half court defense was pretty good. Uh, it's just uh, they do such a good job of getting yep. out and running, and when you take bad shots or you turn the ball over, uh, that ends up being two points on the other end, and they definitely capitalized on all that, and uh, man, it got ugly quick when, when you can't take care of the basketball. And give them credit. I mean, it wasn't just in their man-to-man, right? right. It's yeah. zone defense and trapping defense that we've never seen before, and uh, guys got to step up and be confident with the basketball. And after we turned it over a couple different times, we had a lot of guys that were scared and didn't want to touch the ball. And uh, so we talked about that at halftime. And I give our guys credit; we were better in the second half with taking care of the basketball. But they're a really good team. They they get out and run, and their motion offense in the half court is really good. Uh, I, mean, I don't know how many threes they made. Uh, that didn't beat us, but it was just uh, the turnovers and easy ones in transition that. Yeah, just, just three threes yeah. for them today. And yeah. I I said this to Terry at the halftime. I don't know if I've seen a team, especially this year, that transitioned from defense to offense as quickly as they did when they got on that run in that second yeah. quarter. Yeah, and we actually, we would stop the first guy in transition, yeah. but then they'd make one more pass for a light. We didn't have anyone yeah. on the backside. So, yeah. uh, you know, hopefully you can make a couple shots in that run a little bit to slow them down. Right. But when you're not making shots, uh, when you're turning the ball over, uh, it's not a good recipe against a good 4A basketball team. So give them credit. They're really good and uh, really well coached. They, they did a nice job on covering up Evan. Evan had two or three yep. guys on him all night. Uh, they sacked out some of the other guys and made it tough. And uh, So well-coached team and a really good team and tough loss for us. Yeah, third game with all of your guys, you said you were still trying to learn about what this group can be as a whole, I mean, it's only the second game in a row. 
probably not the kind of game you want to take away, but what do you take away from today about this group? Well, it's, it's sad to say, but uh, we talk all the time about our motion offense trying to be better. You watch them. It's really good, right, right. the way yep. that they move and cut and screen and do that stuff. We talk all the time about how we want to get out and run in transition. Well, there you go. There's a team to learn from that, you right. know. So, And obviously we need to take care of the basketball better, yep. right? Uh, at the end of the day, we need to turn the ball over that many times. It's not going to be good. So, uh, I told all the guys, that, like, this game goes on huddle, right? So every team in the state can see exactly uh, what we did. Uh, so we just got to be better. we we got to be more confident. And once again, uh, guys got scared. I, I hate to see that because right. we're, we're good basketball players and a good team, too. And uh, for whatever reason, I mean, the nice thing is we came out and competed right from the yeah. start, right? Yep. Uh, defensively, we were really good. We scored the basketball. Uh, just... Once again, good teams make adjustments, and they got into trapping defense and uh, kind of a little junk defense of doing different things. And to be honest with you, when you're trying to figure out what to run offensively and you don't know what they're really in, it, it makes it really hard to right. coach. And uh, as the players do, they don't know, are we supposed to run our man stuff? Are we supposed to run our zone stuff? What is this junk defense where they're trapping on the first pass, right? So uh, every game you got to make adjustments, and we did a pretty poor job of adjusting what they were doing. Winterset now at home. Uh, Hard-fought win down at Winterset before the break, so you know you're going to be in for a battle. They always say that 2-3 zone. They won't come out of that. You won't see a bunch of different defenses, I'm sure, unless you guys just knock down a bunch of shots and force them out of it, I'm sure, on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I told the guys after we walk out of this locker room, this game's done. We're yep. not thinking about this one anymore. Uh, we got a tough stretch of games coming up. All of our goals that we want to accomplish are still intact. We control what we can control, and uh, one game at a time. But, yeah, we got a, a nice, fun stretch of home games against some really good conference teams coming up. So hopefully, uh, you know, you learn a couple things from this. Uh, but you wipe it clean, and you make sure that you're prepared for that next game. Because, yeah, winners, that's good. Uh, they they have guys that can uh, get hot and make a lot of shots and in a hurry, and their zone defense is different. So uh, hopefully we'll take care of the basketball a little bit better and get back on track on Tuesday. Well, Coach, I appreciate you coming up. Thanks for everything here today. That's a lot coming up on Tuesday, and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Yeah, thanks for being here uh, for a couple games today. We yeah. appreciate your coverage, Jeff. Go celebrate that fourth-grade championship yeah, earlier today right. for your, your son, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. You, you want to give him a shout-out on the radio real quick? Are they yeah, yeah, the, the fourth-grade uh, boys basketball team uh, took down the Knights today, 33-32 in the championship game. So uh, shout-out to them. They, they come to a lot of home games, and they're big fans. So. It was a good day yeah. in that sense, I guess. Yes, hopefully they're back listening to you yeah, right yeah. now. There we go. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you bet. it. You bet. Head coach Randy Beeson again with the uh, Carroll Tiger boys basketball team. Our final score here again today, DCG defeating the Carroll Tigers 73-43. to Earlier today it was Kemper over Grandview Christian by a final of 65-55. to For Casey Miners back in the studio, this is Jeff Langston saying thank you for listening to the high school basketball coverage here today from the Gilbert Showcase on Keck 106.7. Have a great weekend, everybody.